Hello, welcome back to a Monday evening edition of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Uh, first and foremost, I do want to say I apologize for not getting any more episodes in after last Tuesday for the rest of the week. Uh, some school stuff came out that I, came up that I had to finish. Some other couple stuff that came up as well. That's why I did not um, record. But um, for the show going forward, um, like I said last week, there are going to be a couple changes um, starting this week and until you know the NHL season returns. Since I mean, basically we're in the off season right now um, until this ever comes back. Um, locked on NHL, you know, locked on NBA, um, all MLB, all the channels that are not the NFL, like I say, for including this show, um, it's going to be three episodes a week. Um, my schedule right now, I think I'm going to do for you guys Monday, a show Wednesday, and then a show Friday. Um, Friday will be kind of like a fan Friday mailbag kind of episode day with, um, a little couple other segments in between. Um, including our our new series that we're starting uh, network-wide, well, NHL-wide, which I'm going to get into uh, just here in a couple minutes. But, um, yeah, that's basically going to be the new schedule moving forward. Um, It's when I'm – it actually works out really, really good for the three shows a week because those three days are actually when I'm free the most. Um, I have a lot more schoolwork usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, It's hard to believe that um, after, you know, these next five weeks I'm going to be graduating. So, you know, I'll I'll be able to put shows on – um, any day basically after these next uh, five weeks, but um, yeah, I just wanted to communicate with uh, with you guys with that that there's gonna be a show like I said on Mondays, on Wednesdays, and on Fridays. Um, you know, maybe I'll try to get a fourth show in during the week, but you know, we're not gonna be having five shows a week uh, for the foreseeable future. Hell, we may not be having five shows a week and um, maybe until October um, because there's no guarantee that the NHL um, even comes back this season with the way. Um, this is going, but yeah, just wanted to share that with you guys. Just take the first couple minutes of this um, episode to um, let you guys know just some housekeeping stuff. Uh, but you know, just keep following the Twitter page. You know, keep following me. You know, I know I haven't put up a lot of hockey content lately, as well as on the Locked On Penguins page. But you know, there'll be more coming um, in these next few days as we start. You know, this new series, and uh, you know, we actually talked about this on a call. You know, we all all the hosts got together and thought this would be a really really cool idea for you guys. So. For this week and next week, we're going to be doing the best seasons in franchise history for each NHL team. Um, I think so. What I'm going to do, I'm sure that there's other hosts that are going to be doing this too. I'm going to do one team for the three days. You know, take maybe one, two segments out of each um, episode that I do and talk about the team. You know, different players. You know, maybe I'll have some guests on who actually were able to watch the team because. Um, for, for one of the teams, that, you know, one of the seasons that I'm going to be doing, I should say, Jesus, uh, uh, it was, I'm, I, I, if I say it, I'm just going to spoil it, but, you know, I was not alive uh, for the season that I'm going to be talking about for this week, so, you know, it would be good to have people on that, you know, were alive and, you know, could tell the tale about, you know, how, you know, it was so much fun to watch it, and, you know, like I said, I'm going to be getting into that in a few minutes, but, you know, the only hint I will give you guys uh, right now is that um, the Penguins did not win the Stanley Cup the season that I'm going to be talking about this week, so, you know, think about that what you will, you know, you can also probably fast forward in the next couple of minutes um, when I get into it, yeah, so then the next week, you know, we'll do another season, it'll probably be a season that they won the Stanley Cup, but, um, yeah, it's a great, really, idea, and then for other stuff that we're going to be doing uh, the week of April 20th, uh, we'll be going through the greatest moments of this season before, of course, it was shut down. Or, or put on hiatus, whatever word you want to use. Um, we'll talk about a bunch of cool moments, like, of course, the big comeback um, at Barclays Center against the Islanders, um, a couple uh, big game, big win against the Capitals, 
Um, the week of April 27th, we're going to be doing greatest moments in franchise history. Um, I know I can come up with a lot of those moments. Um, I know you guys can too. And then May, the week of May 4th, uh, franchise what ifs. That's going to be a lot of fun to do. You know, talk about some franchise what ifs, especially during the Crosby era and the Mario era. Hell, I can actually tie that into the team that I'm going to be talking about today because um, the year where this team was just so the team this team was just so good. You know, they didn't win even though they honestly very well should have. But the week of May 11th, um, basically, what year is it? Um, I'm, I'm, there's some thoughts on that. We'll get to that. That's still a month away. Then the, the week of May 18th, uh, fans' favorite moment. So we're going to get your guys' thoughts um, on that as we get further into the month of May. But, yeah, I definitely want to get you guys involved in the conversation. Like I said, this week I'm going to try to bring on some guests that um, are alive to see um, this version of the Penguins that I'm going to be talking about here um, in the next segment. But first... Um, we're going to do a little segment on uh, Chris Letang's uh, Q&A that he did from fans on Instagram last night. It was actually really, really cool to see the answers that he was given. Um, so we'll start out uh, top five players in the league. We'll just go through some of them. I'm not going to go through all of them because there's probably like a hundred. Um, he actually was forced to name the top five players in the league at the moment. Of course, at the top were Sid and Gino. That's nothing out of the ordinary for Chris. But then he also laid, uh, had Nathan McKinnon. Connor McDavid and Patrick Kane. Um, you can't really argue about those five. Um, getting, well, maybe you can put Alex Ovechkin in there, but still, that's a pretty good top five. Um, who is the loudest on the team? That goes to Brandon Tanev. Um, I'm honestly just going through these to see. Oh, here's a good one. If you could be stuck with one teammate uh, for quarantine, who would it be and why? Uh, he said Crosby because we get along really well, but from my experience, he has the best sense of survival of all the people that I know. And this also goes off the fact that Sidney Crosby, in the Zoom call just last week, he actually said he would, if there were one person he would be from the Penguins in quarantine, he would say Chris Letang. So I'm sure Chris Letang saw that and loved that. Um, let's see, going through these. Um, it's also here. He, he had a cool, I think, who's your favorite Steelers player? Ryan Shazier. Great answer, of course. Um, let's see. Um, best flow in the league goes to Eric Carlson. You know, you really can't argue that. Eric Carlson's hair. Um is is truly you know it's just it's beautiful. Um, this one actually was really interesting. Hardest player to play against in the league um, for all his career was Pavel Datsuk. Um, they don't call him the Magic Man for no reason. Um, especially you know whenever I think of Pavel Datsuk and you know, people calling him the Magic Man, I think of that song by um, Heart. Uh, the, ma- the Magic Man. I'm not going to sing that song because I'm not going to try and show my embarrassing singing skills. But um, yes, the song by Heart. Is you know that's what that's really what's just what I think about. Um, let's see here. Apparently, he's so his favorite Penguin jersey to wear is the Stadium Series jerseys from last year, but those are basically cursed at the moment, considering they did really really bad in those. So I'm um, gotta disagree with him on that. Uh, best hockey player of all time, Mario Lemieux. Um, can't go wrong with that. You know, I also think Mario Lemieux is the best player of all time. You know, there is a um, interesting poll today. Um, I think it was from the was it NHL's Twitter account, NHL and NBC. Um, Wayne Gretzky or Mary Lemieux, someone, uh, which, uh, one of them has a breakaway. Well, I'm trying to rephrase it. Um, if one of these, okay, I finally got, you know, who do you trust more on a breakaway to score a goal, Mario or Wayne Gretzky? And, um, yeah, I'd go Mario because of all the success that he had among those with all the moves, especially in the Stanley Cup final against the North Stars. That goal is just legendary. Um, his favorite memory, favorite favorite memory. Good lord, I cannot speak today of the Igloo game four, 2009 against Detroit. Um, that's a great. That's a great choice considering the way they played. Um, apparently, oh, this was a cool one. Favorite game you ever played in? Apparently, Game Six versus Washington, twenty sixteen. 
Um, honestly, I did not expect that answer. I thought it would be one of the Stanley Cup final games, but, you know, he did say crazy finish. So, um, interesting answer from Latang. What you all know, that game was just crazy in so many ways. Um, someone asked who is funnier, Ryan Whitney or Ryan Malone. It goes to Ryan Whitney because, of course, you know, I mean, if you see his Twitter, he's just absolutely, um, hysterical. Um, apparently for the best player for golf-wise on the team goes to Justin Schultz. That, um, that honestly does not surprise me considering the pictures that... I think I've seen on Twitter of him golfing. Um, who talks French on the team? Sid and Matt Murray. Um, who has the hardest shot on the Penguins? Evgeny Malkin, but an honorable mention goes to Yuso Rikola. Did not honestly not expect to see um, Yuso Rikola up there, so um, that's pretty interesting. And, and then, which teammate, past or present, would you trust to babysit your kids? Patrick Hornquist, he said he has got experience, and I think with all the energy he has, he will keep them entertained. Uh, <laughs> that was... Uh, Really funny. I'm trying to find the one where I think he said that um, I think Brandon Tanev was the funniest on the team. But um, the one that I actually tweeted out on my Twitter account today, if you could bring back any jersey in Penguins history to wear, which would it be? And it would be the diagonal Pittsburgh jerseys. And he put a picture up of Yarmir Yager and Mario Lemieux um, wearing them. So, yeah, you know, Chris Letang uh, is a speaker for the people with that. But, um, yeah, just wanted to go through that. Some really cool answers from Chris Letang. I honestly thought for the funniest player on the team, he would go to it would go to Gino, but it looks like Brandon Tanev has been getting a lot of love from uh, Chris Letang lately, considering some of the posts and um, that he's had from what from speaking, I guess. But um, yeah, really, really cool stuff. Um, some cool information. I'm glad I got to share that with you guys. Um, if you guys are not following Chris Letang on Instagram, I very much suggest that you do. K K Letang underscore fifty eight. He posts a lot of really good content on there. Just a bunch. Just he's just. Great, great follow for um probably honestly he's probably the best social media follow of the penguins but also of getting i don't know if you guys saw this morning <laughs> i think it was his wife um and i'm actually trying to find the tweet um right now it was basically a little bit of role reversal where his wife anna dressed up um in the penguin uniform with a stick and the helmet and the shorts and Evgeny Malkin just basically has his leg crossed with his glasses on just looking into the camera and yeah, um, Peepsburg, uh, really good follow. He said, basically, it's safe to say that Mr. and Mrs. Gino have officially lost their minds in quarantine. I mean, <laughs> the way Gino is honestly looking at the camera. Um, I'll go ahead and retweet this picture actually for you guys right now. If you guys want to go check it out, it's on my Twitter at Hunter Hodes. But um, yeah, just absolutely hysterical. You know, Gino's pants also in that picture are those white jeans are just awesome. So yeah, um, yeah, we are talking about Gino's uh, white jeans. During a Locked On Penguins episode, I did not expect that to be happening um, at this point <laughs> during um, the month of April. All right, so um, you know, I, I remembered it this morning. I also tweeted it out, guys. Um, you know, if in a perfect world, and you know, in another world, we would be having the Stanley Cup playoffs starting uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, guys, it's been three weeks and since um, the league has basically shut down. The Penguins, of course had 13 more games to play, and um, yeah, they would have played them all by now, and they would, more likely than not, very, very likely that they would be in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, Dom of The Athletic, I, I will never be able to pronounce his last name, so I'm just going to call him Dom. He actually simulated the season on what he calls Earth 2, and according to his model and his um, his projections, um, if the playoffs were to begin today, um, Penguins, um, the Penguins, in his you know, projections, they would have home ice against the Philadelphia Flyers, um, and the other matchup in the Metro, it would be the Capitals versus the Blue Jackets, um, Tampa versus Toronto, and Boston versus Carolina in the East. And I think in the West, 
I was actually just able to pull it up right now. In the West, it would be St. Louis versus Nashville, which would be a really cool series. Colorado-Dallas, um, I would pay a lot of money, honestly, to go see that series. Vancouver versus Minnesota. Um, yeah, that is did not expect that to be a series going into this season. And Calgary versus Vegas. So um, no Edmonton in the playoffs um, if this were going to plan according to Dom. So just wanted to let you guys know. But, of course, you know, for this segment and potentially the next segment, we're going to be starting the new series uh, for one of the best seasons in franchise history. And for what I'm going to do... For this season to this week, we're going to be discussing the 1992-93 Pittsburgh Penguins season. Um, just, oh, um, what a season that was, especially for the regular season. 56-21-7. and 21 and seven. Um, That was the season where they had the 17-game winning streak. Um, still the longest winning streak in hockey. You know, the Blue Jackets made a really good play for it a couple years back, but uh, no dice. That was not going um to happen and just to, just to fill you in uh, for those obviously that weren't alive, including myself, you know, I, I honestly have gone back and I've watched some highlights um, from this team. Mary Lemieux only played in sixty games that season. Sixty games. He had sixty nine goals, nice, and a hundred and sixty points. So one hundred and sixty points in sixty freaking games. That is just. I, I, I can't even put into words how disgustingly good that is. And it just it sucks that we were able, we were never able to get just a full um career career out of Mario where he just wasn't hurt. Because he was just so hurt all the time with his just with his back. And then of course you have the unfortunate, the Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um I will I don't think I've said this on the podcast. I've said it on Twitter though. I will keep repeating this. If Mario Lemieux had the health that Wayne Gretzky did, I think he shatters his records. Um, like I said, I still think he's the best player of all time. Um, the way, what he was able to do that season is just nothing short of incredible. This was actually also the season where Mario Lemieux made his incredible comeback. So, actually, like in January of that '93, that year, you know, the Penguins they announced that you know he did have his cancer, and but he was able to return two months later. The best that like I oh, I've seen this story told so many times by so many people. He Trailed Pat LaFontaine of the Buffalo Sabres by 12 points for the scoring lead. In 20 games, 20 games left, 30 goals, 26 assists for a 56 points in 20 games. But that is a two, I, I honestly just did the math right here. 229 point projection over the course of a full season. He passed LaFontaine, Pat LaFontaine, and he captured the Art Ross Trophy by 12 points. Points. He was trailing him by 12. He beat him out by 12. Mario Lemieux, man, I just, uh, I, 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 uh, that, there's just nothing can be put into words by just how amazing that truly is. That's just, that's just gotta be one of the best, um, comeback stories in the, in, in sports. You know, to, to do what he did, you know, and just come back from that, <laughs> just for that disease. I'm just honestly almost choking up about it, and to do what he did in that few many uh, that few games, that's just nothing short about extraordinary. And you know, I wish I was alive to see it. Like I said, I'm going to have people on, you know, this week that were alive to see it to tell me, like you know, what they were thinking at the time when Mario Lemieux came back from the Hodgkin's lymphoma. But um, yeah, that was, of course, that was the biggest thing to happen that year. Um, you know, Kevin Stevens, he played in 72 games. 111 points, 55 goals, 111 points. The scoring was just insane that season. 
Um, Rick Tockett was right behind him, 109 points, 48 goals. Ron Francis also had 100 points for the Penguins. They had four, like I said, they had four players with at least 100 points that year. And, you know, Yarmer Yarger was not far behind. He had 34 goals, 94 points. Larry Murphy had 85 points. Joe Mullen was a monster. Um, you know, they, like I said, they had seven players that season with at least 70 freaking points. Uh, that's just... Man, you know, we're, we're going to talk, like I said, when the, the franchise what-ifs in a few weeks, we're going to get into this season and, you know, say, you know, what what if, you know, that we all know what happened in the second round of the playoffs. I'm not going to discuss it. You know, what if it was different? But, you know, just, just going down this lineup here and just seeing how stacked this team is after Mullen, you know, you have all Samuelson, uh, Troy Loney, Marty Straka, Bob Aries on the team, Tom Barrasso, um, Jay Caulfield, um, yeah, it's just, I mean, like I said, you know, Lemieux, Stevens, Tockett, Francis, Yager, Murphy, Mullen, and all the other ones that I mentioned, that is just, <laughs> that, that team isn't fair. Uh, that, that is a team that is not fair, especially when you have four players that hit 100 points. Um, they were able to wax the Devils in the first round uh, in, in five games. And then, of course, you know, like I said, you know, we're not going to talk about what happened in the next round because, um... Yeah, that was just it's it's still a, it's still a nightmare for I think a lot of people that were alive to see. You know, they, they've showed the highlights. I think when the Penguins and Islanders have played the past few seasons, they'll, they'll bring that up in NBCSN. And you know, even I have to turn away because I've looked up those highlights. You know, when I became a Penguins fan, I just of course I had to do my history on it. And you know, I, now I just I twi- I twi- change the channel. I just look away or mute it because I just I can't look at that considering how stacked. Um, this team was, but yeah, the greatest accomplishment, of course, what Mario Lemieux did, um, coming back from Hodgkin's lymphoma with so few games left, and not only passing LaFontaine, but passing him in style by beating him out by 12 points. And actually, I can play this video for you guys from the NHL's official YouTube channel. And uh, here it is, you guys, from right now. I think this was the end when they, I think the NHL tweeted this out. Um, during their 100th season. Yeah, this was uh, April 26th of 2016, so almost two years to the day. So we'll play this out right now for you guys. The big story is the return of center iceman Mario Lemieux to the Penguin lineup. Mario has missed 23 games undergoing treatment for Hoskins' disease. You should have seen the, the, the dressing room. I, I, there's not too many moments in, in my life that I see a, just an electrifying room where everybody just kind of like glowed. Here's the hand for Mario Lemieux, 66 of the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think that was probably the biggest surprise was the ovation, you know, especially being in Philly. But the fans here were great to give him that type of ovation, and Mario went on and proved that he deserved it. Back to Lemieux. Lemieux comes in, shoots and scores! Mario Lemieux drills it in his 40th of the year. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, listening that back, you know, hearing what Rick Talkett had to say, Oh yeah, you just you just get chills down your spine. But um, yeah, that was the big topic that I wanted to discuss um, during, for, the, for for the first segment of this. It was just how Mario just was able to come back and just do his thing. And um, you know, for the for the next uh, segment, actually, which will be on Wednesday, we'll talk about that winning streak for the Penguins and um, who dominated during that. You know, we're gonna go back, find the uh, goal sheets and all that, the games, and just you know, see just just how awesome that winning streak truly was. It truly was. You know, just, you know, the, the March of the Penguins. So for this last segment, um, the Penguins, they're actually going to be playing Game 6 of the 2009 final against the Red Wings tonight on 18T Sports Network. 
I am still very mad, yes, very, very mad online that I cannot find a stream for or they're not going to stream it anywhere. Um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of tweets, though, from people that have been watching it, you know, how much they miss Jordan Stahl. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember, I think it was a few years back when Josh Yoey, I think, broke the news that, um, I'm trying to remember what year it was. It was around 2014 or something like that. Uh, the Penguins were interested in bringing Jordan Stahl back. I remember, you know, jumping for joy, even though it was kind of a little unlikely, especially after the contract that he did sign. But, um, yeah, I, I miss him as well. He was just a, just a, a force for the Penguins offensively and um, defensively. You know, a three-headed monster you can roll out with Crosby, Malkin, and Stahl. That's just not fair. Um, especially with the, that line in the playoffs, Cook, Matt Cook, when he was actually not being an idiot and drilling people in the head for no reason, and then Tyler Kennedy next to uh, Jordan Stahl, um, that line just gave... That gave coaches and players nightmares. Um, that's honestly probably one of the best third lines in um, Penguin playoff history. You know, honestly, in Penguin history, you know, I'll go ahead and say that on record. It was just... It was truly amazing. You know, I did play last week. I think I did play the uh, for the goal for today. You know, I played the Tyler Kennedy goal. That goal was just... Oh man, just just so big, you know. Of course, you know because they made it to nothing, and then you know I remember watching that back, and I, like I said last week, and I was just like, yeah, this this just looks different. You know, I don't think Detroit's coming back in this game. You know, there's still plenty of time left, so you honestly you never really know. Um, but yeah, I, that was I think the moment where I was like, yeah, they're going seven, and this 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 looks like it's going to potentially be different because that goal by Tyler Kennedy was just so clutch and. You know, it's great to see Chris Osgood uh, be looked like a fool again, especially on that goal, because he, he literally had no idea where the puck was. So, yeah, it's really great to see that the Penguins um, are doing this. Also, for you guys this week, I believe it was tweeted out by someone from Penguins Twitter. Um, I'm going to have to actually confirm this myself by looking on my television. Um, apparently, NBCA is saying this Wednesday is going to be doing the um, replaying the 2017 Eastern Conference Final Game 7 between the Penguins and the Senators. I'm going to be re-watching that back um, because um, I can and to see if I've... Uh, because, well, I can and I want to, but also because I want to see if I missed anything. And, you know, I'm also probably going to get nervous while doing that. Um, I get uh, I get nervous when I watch all these games back, even though I know they win because um, that's just really how I am. Um, this week, though, also NHL and NBC announced they're actually going to be doing something really cool. I think they're starting this on... The 11th? I'm trying to find this link. Yeah, so starting this weekend on NBC, they're, they're going to bring you guys the, the 12 most recent Stanley Cup clinching games. Um, it all starts on April 11th. Um, April 11th, 3 p.m. They'll show 2008 final between the Red Wings and Penguins. Um, yeah, let's not tune into that because we all know how that ended. 2009, 4.30. They're going uh, on the same day. They're going to do the Penguins-Red Wings game seven. The next day, they're going to do 1 p.m. Chicago-Philadelphia. If you guys want to tune in to see the Flyers fans sad, uh, that would be very much that would be really cool because I'm probably going to do that. And then at 2.30, they're going to be doing uh, of that Sunday, they're going to be doing Boston versus uh, Vancouver. So I'm um, not really sure when they're going to be the other ones. Actually, no, they have a link right here, so I'm honestly going to look. Um at this. Well, actually, they, they do have a full link. I, I am a complete moron. <laughs> I'm actually doing, I'm, I'm looking at this link uh, right now. So today, I did see today they were doing the Winnipeg-St. Louis game, uh, the game six. Tomorrow they're going to do Carolina-Washington game seven. You guys want to turn that on and see the Capitals um, lose, uh, not defend their Stanley Cup anymore. That would be pretty cool. Uh, Wednesday, like I said, April 8th, 5 p.m., they're going to be doing Ottawa-Pittsburgh. Uh, Thursday, they're going to be doing New York-LA, the Game 5 when Alec Martinez scored. 
And then the Saturday and Sunday, they'll begin replaying the Stanley Cup final games from 2008-2011. I'm pretty sure they're probably just going to be doing these weekend games for Stanley Cup final games. Um, just on each weekends, I'd imagine that the next weekend they'll do four more, and then they'll do more. They'll probably just during the week they'll just keep replaying um, old games. But yeah, like I said, if you guys are bored during quarantine, you guys got nothing else better to do. Um, just turn on NBCSN during some of the days, watch some hockey, some old hockey. Um, it's awesome that NBC and um, NBC Sports Network are doing that and they're promoting that. So um, you know, gives us something to watch and do. Um, until this potentially comes back. Um, I did see that the NHL is potentially looking at playing games in North Dakota. I believe is what I saw. But, um, you know, that's just, they're spitballing right now. <laughs> you know, this is, at least in my state, it looks like this is supposed to peak in the next couple weeks. Um, you know, we're being cautiously optimistic, I guess. So, you know, you know, like I said, hope you guys are staying quarantined, you're staying home, you know, you're washing your hands and all that. Hope you all are doing well. Really good to have an episode for you guys today, but you know, keep it right here on Locked On Penguins. We'll be back on Wednesday. Um, I'll try to have a guest talk about the 92 93 season and just how it was truly one of the best seasons in franchise history despite not winning um, the Stanley Cup. So, yeah, we'll have that then. You know, I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Um, and um, yeah, just keep following my Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. And I will talk to you all on Wednesday.